we're back in Montreal in the midst of a fucking heat wave. You can't beat slaves that heat work wave. too hard for their own keep. Heat they, wave. It's fucking hot out there, huh? Heat yeah, wave. Disgusting. Humidity. Sweaty. I got a rip in my pants. Got like oil down the side of my leg. I got the gun show. Got the gun show. My junk's hanging out in the metro. No, the Look, humidity's guys. creeping into your pants. Oh, shit. <laughs> Your crotch looks like a swamp right now. It's disgusting. Got mosquitoes, little couple tadpoles. Something that looks like what is it? What are they called? Bull rushes? It's uh, like a cat and cat nine tail or something. Honestly, have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. jump right into it so you as you guys saw overnight some weird fucking graffiti ended up on our door yes it did i personally find it a little suspicious looking it ah, is fucking suspicious looking. it's no worse than any of the other shit that people have drawn on the door over the years months are you serious no this is this? like this is like next level stuff like there's this is a sign it's like menacing sort. it's there's a little no it's, i would say it's menacing it's like a it's like a message that's it's like a that's, sort of a message. That's what it feels like. It feels like a message. Seriously, when I pulled up and I saw it, I kind of got scared. I yes. thought it was like us being targeted by something. Like, well, I don't know about all that. I don't know. There's numbers and letters. I didn't say it's necessarily like, like shut the fuck up, posers. We're gonna kill you type of shit, which was actually pretty much written on the door once. Yeah, but that's sort of that's just a little fucking blind threat. That's not that's a terrifying. Blind threat. Yeah, this like, is, I'm this is not more worried terrifying. about that. Yeah, this is what <laughs> okay. does it mean? No, well, it's a coded what message, does it mean? obviously. The thing is it's a message, but it's not a message for us. It's on our door, it's true. but it's not a message for us. No, that's terrifying. My first thought was the internet, man. My thought my thought was I don't like know what you mean. hackers. Like fucking going into the internet why like, would hackers come and spray paint your door hackers yeah, are the same you, thing as like graffiti artists and they're on the internet they're, they're veiled but they're just like they don't really go outside I don't know like it just seemed like it like, just seemed like the, 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 that looked like some code to me that looked like some HTML shit to me that would have showed up in your email then you, know? you got like some you got like a naked Bill Clinton on your desktop looking at you <laughs> like you're fired you're fired you're fired that's a hacker alright well I mean we're gonna find out what the fuck this means so we have a lot of ways to attack this. Are you sure we want to go and really find out, though? What are you, I do. Are you scared I'm of the truth? I don't know. Maybe we sometimes you gotta let sleeping dogs lie. If that's uh, if no, I'm no, no. That's it's applicable, no. but this dog is definitely not asleep. It's yeah. a wide awake dog, and it's on your doorstep. Wouldn't you want to know why it's there, or yeah. shoo it away, or I you refuse know, feed to let, it, make it your friend? My front door is be a whiteboard for. Whatever nefarious reasons. <laughs> All right, yeah, you a- twisted my arm. Let's do it. I'm in. Come here. Let me really I'm twist in. your arm one time. What calculates the future, though? If we're gonna go future traveling, what brings it together? Is it? Ye need need probability. 
Man, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of ready for this summer to be over, to be honest with you. Really? I, yeah, I don't know. I've had a pretty depressing summer, and I'm kind of kind of getting out of it now, but, like, it's just hard to be depressed in the summer, man. Just like trying summer. hard to be depressed in the summer. Get up, go out there, see some weird new things, meet some weird new people. Oh, yeah, yeah no, I'm out of it now. I'm out of it now, but just, it's, like, still, like, I don't know, man. It's 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 more comforting to be depressed in the in the, in which the, is something I feel like you should probably try to stay away from, <laughs> keeping your depression comfortable. You know what I mean? Oh no, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, don't become too comfortable. <laughs> it's more depressed. comfortable in the winter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah generally. Yeah, no, that's the game plan. But uh, I don't know, man. It's only, it feels like the dead of summer out now. It is, man. It goes so quick. Yeah, this is like the dog days. This is like those days of summer right before it starts to end, but just like, you know. When I was working in retail, like when I was a teenager, uh, I remember my boss, it was probably in her mid-20s. I came in to work on uh, September, like first week of September, yeah. wearing shorts. And she clowned on me all shift like, yo, Jay, it's September, man. You know, where this oh, really? shorts end in, uh, in August in the fashion industry. You didn't know that? I don't know about that. I don't know, I don't know about, about that either. That's Fuck crazy. That. This was before global warming, too. Yeah. You think the the door has anything to do with global warming? The what? It does the tag on the door? Oh man, it could. I hope it doesn't go that far. How's our carbon f- footprint here? It's pretty good, you know. Considering we have all these electronics plugged in. Yeah. I mean, I don't turn them off, so I don't think. I feel like it's turning it off and on that. That's what's the problem. That's the, that's the that's the mythbusters. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we're creating too much carbon or anything. PCPs. We should we should. <laughs> I'm cutting down on my farts recently, yeah. so I'm methane. Cut, cutting down on my PCP. Um, we should audition to be uh, the new mythbusters hosts. Uh, yeah. I mean, did you see like an audition notice or no. something? If you were to use this, like your your personality on this podcast to springboard you into another, uh, another job, like area, no, another job in your field as a host, yeah, but like in, in like what would you what would it want would you want? Yeah, to just do? like a, another area of expertise, kind of. Yeah, totally. Uh, I think I would want to be a a call guy, like a. Advice call guy Like people would call I'd be like Next listener uh, Fraser Crane John from Wales He's I'm listening That'd be fun I'm listening Hello you're on the air I'm listening We're listening We're listening Yeah I don't think I'd say that I'd know I'd be like Tough on him That'd be my shit What's what's your deal What are you you whining about Yeah So what's your problem (laughs) I go to work every day And I come home And sometimes my, My wife she hired this Teenage babysitter, the guy's about 17, 18, I don't know, apparently plays baseball or football or something. Anyways, I'm coming home from work 9, 10 at night, it's late, it's a long drive, sometimes I'll stop and have a beer along the road, it doesn't matter, it's one beer, come on, don't don't crucify me there. Alright, so I get home and the fella's there and he's leaving, you know, and he has a smile about his face, you know, and I go inside and my wife is like, oh, alright, turn off the lights, I'm going to bed, like, Acting a little queer, you know. This is about this is about a week ago, and it happened, you know, months ago. And 
the last time, you know, the fella, the fella was there and he's in the fridge having a drink when he's just wearing a bathing suit, you know, like just halfway naked. I'm, I can't wear, I don't know where my wife is now at this point, but, you know, I go upstairs and well, the fella's jeans are on the stairs and the shirt's in the hallway and I'm, I'm like, well, and she said, well, we wanted to go, he wanted to go swimming. So I'm like, well, I figure why'd he go all the way upstairs if he wants to go swimming, you know, like the pool's right there. You leave the sh- jeans and the, the chair and the shorts and shirt on the chair and oh, I go why is he going upstairs very, like, very good point yeah, yeah that is some Sherlock Holmes oh, you know my wife yeah. says my wife says though, he's just going running around having youthful exuberance you know and she kind of giggles at me and goes back to you know making some stewed potatoes and turkey you know and I don't really know what she's doing making that but she's smoking a cigarette and singing come on fellow what's your question <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh well, I, I, I just what should, what should I? What do I do? What should I do? What should I do about the feather? What do I do about my wife? You know, I'm just, I'm just curious. All right. So what's what's the first thing? We're either hitting up this, these these random letters and numbers, or we're uh, throwing it through an image search and see what. That's okay. a, that's what Whoa. they do on catfish. Yeah, that's what you told. Yeah, me. yeah. On catfish, what happens is they upload the guy's photo. Or the girl, or whatever. That's they're using the catfish, and they find out where the origin of the photo came from. Well, look at the photo. This photo's origins, I would say, are a little more abstract. Like I see something looks like a mountain and the sun rising, or like a tree. So I see a sunrise on a mountain, and like the the sun is kind of nestled against the top of the mountain, where the icy caps would be, with a 19 in the base of this mountain. So who's 19 at the base of the mountain? Like. It could be the degree of the angle. You see a little degree symbol up there. I guess, I guess. It could also be a halo on the 19, like it's a holy number to these people. Like, they worship the 19. You know, like a badly shaped Well, let's, let's see how we're going to start this off. We're, we're, we're getting right into it with the numerology. Yeah. All right, all right. Also, give me a, a, read, ba- a read back on the number 19 and if it's a numerological. You guys. I'm on it. Excellent. It's an excellent crack team of detectives we got here on the case. Shane? Yeah, let's pat our backs before we've gotten any clues, fellas. Okay, so here, here's the deal on 19. Okay, 19 is a natural number following 18. Is it following 18? Really? Preceded, what the? preceded by 20. Okay, well, nothing, nothing else? That's it? It's a prime number. It's a prime number? Okay, so they got the prime number 19. It doesn't divide into anything. 19 is whole. And always will be. Maybe it's holy with the. That's what I'm saying. What the fuck? The number 19 is in relation with the Son of God, according to Abelio. Abelio? Abelio? Who's that? He's a rapper from Atlanta. Mm, Try again. He's a businessman from. Try the truth. I don't know. It sounds like like a. I don't know. Numerologist, I guess? How about you? What would you do? Where would you pivot? Um, Baseball, I imagine. Yeah. Or maybe like a quirk, quirky, Spanish, a quirky sex, yeah, sex like, columnist type thing. Yeah, kink, uh, kink columnist. Yeah, I could do mm-hmm. that. Kink columnist, like a sex, sex, uh, sexual deviancy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I could do that. Constantly sure. have to fight controversy. Yeah. Over something you said. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I had a controversial conversation with somebody the other day regarding sex work. And oh, shit. Uh, it involved a story about uh, this person telling me about a couple that had a threesome with a stripper. And then she pre- preempted it by saying, I didn't know the guy was so gross that he would have a threesome with a stripper mm-hmm. and this girl. And I was like, the I girl and the stripper, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't find that gross. I mean, the stripper could be like, it's not anymore. They gross. paid the stripper, obviously. No, they didn't. Oh, okay. The stripper did it on her own free will, you All know? Right. So I was like, my point was like, oh, you, there's, you're not allowed to judge other people's sexual activities. Like, you can't make a judgment because this guy's fucking his girl and a stripper that he's a gross dude because he's she's a stripper and not, like, yeah. an accountant, you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, to me, the real issue is the way she's looking at the stripper. It's not even the way she's looking at him. No, oh, that's it. She, that, she needs to get over that shit. Well, it's the stripper. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's it. To generalize a stripper as being, like, like you know, like, oh, they're all the same. It's kind of... Is the, the if you agreed with that, that would be a controversial opinion. Yeah, yeah. Strippers are all the same. Yeah, they're gross. <laughs> they're gross, and you're gross for having them in your life. Yeah, I stood up. I was like, I felt like that was as bad as like something that someone said that was like homophobic or racist. It's it kind of dismissing, shaming people for you know sex work. Yeah. Or just assuming that they're like a fucking sleazy person because, you know, like. Was this dude you? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if there's one technical. Technological advancement that we've made since our childhoods that you would just reverse if you could what would it be oh good question damn mm-hmm. technological advancement I think maybe for me it's I would I would re There's not many bad ones. They're all pretty dope. Exactly. Things that have made it more difficult. I mean like social media I think is doing horrible things for our consciousness, like collectively as people. Yeah. You know, I don't think I think like for the greater good of humanity I could do without Facebook. Yeah. You know? It makes me sad to think about like the amount of time people spend looking on Facebook and and comparing well, I mean, lives to other people's lives and the, the feelings that they feel because of that. Yeah, well, I mean, Facebook isn't really popping like that. I get rid of hoverboards. They don't actually hover. Oh yeah, those fucking you things. Know those things that you, they just roll around. It's like, what's the point of those? Yeah, I know. I saw a kid. <laughs> I saw a kid on Saint Jacques doing that. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> It's a kid's thing, man. That's one of those kids' thing. I saw enough grown-ups on that shit. <laughs> More than I should have. 
like, why didn't they invent that instead of the Segway? It's like, I don't even remember what the Segway looks like. It's it just was like, like, it was the same more thing. More seated? It was, you stand up. Okay, yeah. With like handlebars and it was just okay, like it just moving. had handlebars. Yeah, moving like pod or whatever. But mm-hmm. if you just like kind of cut the whole top off that, then you're basically left with the wheel part where you can yeah, get That's what they did? Yeah, that's a good call, hoverboards. <laughs> oh, I would, uh... What's your time frame for technological advancements? Uh, I don't know. Like 2000s or? No, I'm going even before that. Okay. I'm saying like 88, 90. Okay. I'll say like the iPod. Ooh, you get rid of the iPod. It's already gone. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, I guess. It's (laughs) all took care of itself. Never mind. I'm Julian McKenzie, co-host of the Scrum Podcast, a sports show I'm doing with my podcasting partner in crime, Tristan Damore, on the UpFord Network. Every week, we analyze something different from the Canadian sports media landscape. Lack of diversity, getting a job in the field, coverage of different sports, and answering some of the harder questions. Through a combination of back-and-forth discussion and high-profile guest interviews, we're aiming to figure out exactly what's up in the world of sports. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Message in a Bottle, Morse Code, Telegram, Singing Telegram, Target, Walgreens, Bird's Nest, Dad's Shed, uh, and a crowded convention center bathroom. Okay, yo, in Japan, 19 is a sign carrying misfortune because it said Juru, J-U-R-U, which means also... True holiday. I like there's a J in the misfortune in Japan. You know what it means? J-U. Aru is misfortune. It means sorrows repeated. Ooh, this is definitely something. In Japan, 19 carrying the misfortune because it said Juku, which also means sorrows repeated. Why would someone do that to Jay? Jay doesn't need this more sorrows repeating themselves. Jeez, I've had a couple of sorrows repeated around here. Oh, yeah, yeah, I bet you have. <laughs> so that's what 19 <laughs> when they repeat means in Japanese us. or what? In Japan, yeah. By who? Who, who? Thinks of it this way because it said Juku. In Japan, 19 is a sign carrying the misfortune because it is said Juku. That's the grammar. Oh, let's look what Juku is. Juku in Japan is a noun. It's used as a private school or college attended in addition to an ordinary educational institution. So it's an educational institution? So that makes sense. I like this educational twist. Now we have education on the door. Sorrows repeated. Yeah, sorrows repeated. Okay, so what the hell's under it? This M3C. Yeah, let's look into this M3C. M3C recruitment. I got, uh... MPC Miracosta Computer Club. Computer hackers, Club. hackers, man. Well, here M3C recruitment here is technology industry, building effective HR relationships in the technology industry. 
That's computers too. The internet. Hackers, dude. Maybe. Hackers. The angle from their end is that you paint like an obscure symbol on a location and another hacker picks up on that signal, that location, via like this uh, this unique symbol, right? And they know according to the coordinates or what the letters are, what uh, what to do with that information. And translate it to them hacking into our internet connection and putting naked Bill Clintons on our desktop. For the sake of the creativity of this argument, I'll allow it. All right. Uh, in economics, M3C is a symbol for the amount of money in circulation mm. given by M3 plus foreign currency bank deposits. Oh, so we have so shady international money <laughs> bankers, <laughs> money movers. Oh, I told you we shouldn't got into this, man. So yeah, we got we got the son of God. The informal name is Broad Money. Broad Money. Broad Money. Oh, that part was revolutionary, though. That was like the first. Well, you know what it was, though. Maybe this is bigger. The MP3. Hmm. That's a huge fucking. Yeah. That changed everything. Yeah. Like imagine you still had to it had to have a physical home. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah, exactly. That was so weird, man. File sharing is the best thing to happen. MPEGs, JPEGs, MP3s. Yeah. Twenty dollar CDs. Get the fuck out of my house. They should bring back some version of um the the BMG like the the twelve yeah, yeah. or whatever, I feel like that they should bring back that model for digital music. I guess that what would, that would be just like curating a certain amount of music every month, right? Like here's eight albums. Yeah, exactly. I mean, isn't that what the playlists are though? I guess. Hmm. Like just cycling yeah. songs. Yeah. Curated for you. Curated, yeah. Carefully selected to tantalize mm, yeah. every last bit of your brain. <laughs> mm. uh. <laughs> oh. Speaking of curated, so, and we're talking about Britain and her business, right? Yeah. So that's what she does, right? Is she? The business is you curate clothes. Yeah, that's the model. That's the business. I mean. Model. She sells vintage clothes, but so for the most part, for a lot of people, it's just vintage clothes. But her business model is more that like, no, these are like these are all pieces that have been chosen. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's not just that it's old. Right. It's like it has to be a dope fucking piece. So I understand this completely. Like, and I agree with it. And I think that's like, yeah, a yeah. Cool, like, like, because you, you've, I've seen it done. I've seen it done well. I've seen it done poorly. Like, yeah, Brain's yeah. doing it really well. I mean, all this stuff's dope. I was trying to explain it to somebody else, though. And they didn't agree with it at all, the model. Yeah, yeah. They th- and I never thought about this before. That they thought that taking something that was already made by a company that yeah, already yeah. had their label on it, yeah, and just yeah. taking it and then putting your label on it and reselling it as a used product is kind of... Well, I mean, you don't, you don't take labels out. Then you wouldn't even be able to sell it. 
if you have a Versace label on it, you don't want to you, yeah, exactly. you, you don't want to take that shit out. So yeah, exactly. You gotta leave that. that yeah, yeah. yeah. What was your last porn category search, Casey? I don't remember right now. It's been a while. It's been a few porn searches ago. Yeah, I haven't really been searching that much porn recently. Just uh, fight videos mostly. Mostly, that's kind of. You want know to the thing I stay away from is lesbian porn. I don't really like. I don't go there often. Well, you're not a lesbian, so. <laughs> It's not for you, Jay. Yeah. We're not doing this for your pleasure, Jay. So you were saying you jack off the fight videos, man? No, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here's something. Three methylacytidine. They gave you a drug formula. Chemtrails, dude. Nah, just a formula. Chemtrails are in the air. This is just a formula. When you write it down, it's not a chemtrail. I got chemtrails in my lungs, dude. Chemtrails on my yeah. Chemtrails on my on my junk. You got chemtrails all up and down your Johnson, you. No idea what that is. A Johnson? Uh, a chemtrail. I believe he's talking specifically about a penis. <laughs> Jay's over here saying I'm talking about penises. Johnson. And Johnson. That's baby powder, dude. Maybe Johnson. it's a baby powder joke. Johnson and Johnson. How many times do you think you mention dicks in an average day? <laughs> Probably at like 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5? What do you mean? Like half of the day? Yeah, like once every <laughs> second day I'll mention that everybody a dick. I don't think Today so. you've already done it like six <laughs> yeah. times. We've been with yeah, you for like yeah. an hour. Maybe. You're up to, you're up to, like, your I average mean, uh, is going up a little. I've only whipped out my junk one time, and it was Casey saw it. I was at fucking 1180. Say what? I was at the 1180 oh, yeah. the party I at 1180. I remember that. I'd actually blocked that from my fucking... What is this? What I is was, this? I was high out of my mind. Jay got a little Headed upset with someone who I was, I was, may I was, or may not have said something to him, and he whipped out his junk. He came out with a whole handful of penis, and he said, eh, and then he put it back in, and he walked into the party after like a bunch of stunned girls were like, just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, and he just like walked away, and they had no idea who he was. I think this was Get Out of Pain, $2. Like He's like, yo, I got my money right here. I was just, eh? I was like, oh, oh, he I was, put his dick out. I was feeling Kaufman-esque. I don't think Andy Kaufman would whip his junk though. Nah, he doesn't have the balls. <laughs> no, I don't think so. All right, doesn't have the balls. Balls. <laughs> yeah, Jay was showing off a whole handful of balls right then. I was out of my <laughs> mind. Yeah, yeah. Something funny, but just seeing a dick out of nowhere. I guess. Cause you can't, you don't recognize it at first, you know. You're like, what? It's a Listen, you're lucky no one called the cops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like these girls are like, he's a fucking <laughs> predator. He's posing yeah, himself. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking of it like that at the time. Well, of course I was just not. Pure shock value, you know. <laughs> maybe someone was though. They, you know, maybe if it was like now, like he's I think I was right on like the last year. That was like two years ago, three years ago. I think it was on the last year where it was socially ex- like partially acceptable to whip out your dick in public. Uh, it used to be 
like socially acceptable like under premise of surprise or just because you're like at a swingers club I think socially acceptable because of jackass. Shit like that. Because of jackass? Jackass? This was... Okay. That was like the first bro, bro stuff, you know? Guys are doing this fucking homoerotic shit to entertain themselves. Get off and have a laugh. I'm going to staple my nuts to the dresser. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, it fucking hurts. Ah, I'm wearing just chaps and I'm running through a field of fucking staples. Ah, <laughs> ah, shit. I don't know. I don't know. How do you, how do you not repeat sorrow? Say what? Repeat sorrow? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a very big thing. I feel like. Yeah. Sorrow I mean, it's easy as you just spot it and don't repeat it. Some people That's like sorrow, answer. though. Some people like the consistency and the safety of sorrow. You know, yeah. so that's a, like it might be a self fulfilling prophecy of sorrow being repeated because no, it is. It's one hundred percent. Unless you're the rare person that all this random bad shit is happening to. Yeah, that's, that's a rare story. Yeah. Well, also, yeah, sorrow repeats itself naturally. Yeah. If you get used to sorrow, you'll just have see more sorrow. Like, oh, I ain't comfortable with this sorrow. It's affected me enough. Let me just have some more of it. Because what I, I, I know this feeling already. I'm not gonna go seek anything else. Yeah. Well, that's it. Is oh, oh, top, of, top hour. of the hour. Take it to the top, Tippy. Oh, oh my people. Sing it, Daddy. Uh oh. Oh no, he reached into the magic bowl for his goodies. Top of the hour. Oh, okay, this one's not bad actually. I was like, I detest this portion, but I don't really, but I don't know. But yeah, this is cool. What is this shit? Well, whoever wants to go first. Game to be played along the lines of fuck, marry, kill. Okay. Would you go tandem skydiving with, move into a condo with, insult them to their face? (laughs) Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Smiths. Go tandem skydiving, move into a condo with, insult them to their face. Those are the three options. Instead of fucking, marrying, or killing Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, or Jimmy Smiths, you get to go skydiving with, move into a condo with. Okay, yeah, yeah, we get it. I like to explain (laughs) things too much. Uh, Yeah, which one? Uh, I guess I would go tandem skydiving with if I really had to. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I, I think I think I'm with you on. Uh, yeah, I think I'm I would, with you. Yeah, I'd be totally comfortable would, strapped up to Jimmy Kimmel, man. I don't think any funny business would be going on. I just funny, don't want to be otherwise. I'd move into a condo with Jimmy Smiths. He seems like he's like he's like a bachelor playboy kind of dude. He's okay. like he might know some hot chicks, some cool plays at the party, and you know it's Jimmy Smith, so it'd be a fucking cool ass condo, right? Okay, I dig it. And I'd insult Jim, I'd insult Jimmy Fallon to his face. Because <laughs> Ooh, what are you saying to him? He's not Jimmy Smith. So I'd be like <laughs> You know Jimmy Smith? Like like dude, You don't even know Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel. You soft powdery, lavish, murder mook motherfucker. 
you, I don't know, you're about as hard as the sugar that they put on those powdered donuts. And then he'd just be like, fair enough, and he'd walk away. But they had some interesting ideas for, like, reforms. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm brainwashing anything, but, like, they want to, like, buy back mines and stuff, I think, that want to, that could, like, feed the Quebec economy instead of feeding, like, Canada's economy on the whole kind of thing, yeah. you know? Well, I mean, me personally, I feel like we got to shut all the mines down. <laughs> I just shut them down. <laughs> no shut more them mines. all down. No lithium, so <laughs> no lithium, no asphalt, no nothing. Forget it. Uh, shut them all down. All that? Just yeah, get rid of it? That. From now on, we use glue sticks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> glue sticks and wind or just glue sticks? Depends on what you're doing. I want wind. I've been working, I've been working on this... I've been working on this art project, just... like with this like uh, big canvas, and what I'm doing is I'm taking, I'm ripping pages out of a book, and I'm gluing it to the canvas to have like a backdrop that's all like just like that's old pages useless. from a book. But I'm gluing them all on. I'm yeah. using glue sticks. Okay, yeah. And I realize how fucking fun gluing shit yeah. on. No. How good are glue sticks? Bad. Okay. But like I figure I'm not gonna worry, but I figure it's gonna be part of the piece. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it would be. I switched to liquid glue now though. Okay, that's a that's the right choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dried up glue stick. Sitting in my desk. I dried up glue, glue stick. stick all over my chest. I got dried up glue, glue stick all over her dress. I got dried up glue stick. Glue stick. Glue stick. Glue stick. Dried up glue stick. Starring Peter Frampton. Fuck Peter As Frampton. Dr. Glue Stick. <laughs> Dr. Glue Stick. Dr. Frampton is Peter Glue Stick. <laughs> What's with Peter Frampton and the pig? Was that a Simpsons episode? Peter Frampton and the pig. Peter, Peter Frampton, Frampton and the, and the pig. pig. Peter and the pig. Children's book. Pete and the pig. Sesame Street episode. Sesame uh-huh. Street. I heard they're changing the name for Sesame Street to Martin Luther King Boulevard. Oh, no. Why not? Is that be a, it goes through Harlem? Property you know value saying? drops immediately. Wow. <laughs> this would be a fitting time to call Mike a racist or an Uncle Tom. <laughs> <laughs> This would be a fitting time for to call you a racist for using the word Uncle Tom. Hmm. Touche. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> that it to me is like, I feel like I said I can, would be, would be, right? I, I feel like if I said that word, it'd be worse to me saying the N word. Really, Uncle Tom? Yeah. No. I don't say I don't Uncle think, Tom. That is such a racist concept. It's what do like you mean? Uh, just mean? I don't know. An Uncle Tom is like a black dude that is seen as not being black no, because he's, no, no. he's sucking up to the white man, right? Like, yeah, well, it's more like a black person that kind of has been conditioned to choose the white side, you know what I mean, against their own interests. Yeah, so as a white guy... Like, I watched this video, Killer Mike, he was having a conversation about, like, gun reform or something, saying so he's a big gun guy. And he was having it with this dude. It was this black dude, but he was working for, like, the NRA. And it was like, 
that's an Uncle Tom. You can't work for a company that specifically, like, does not respect and care about black people. Mm. And you're out here, like, doing whatever you can to, like, make them fucking fly amongst the black people. It's like, come on. That's a fucking Uncle Tom. But that's on black people to call. Like it, it is. It kind of is. You better be correct about that. Like, <laughs> you better be right. You, better, better. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like I would feel more comf- uncomfortable calling a black dude an Uncle Tom than what they say the N-word. Way more uncomfortable. Because there's so many implications in there. It's like it means I'm better than you. It means like you were like supposed to be sucking out to me. Like the It's awful. The N-word, you're just trying to hurt someone's feelings. I want to know where it comes from. I don't know anything about this. Uncle it was Tom. a book, okay, called yeah. Uncle Tom's Cabin. I don't remember who it's by, but I think it like kind of outlines some of the things that were happening. Uh, Tom in slavery. Clancy. It's by Tom. Clancy. It's not by Tom Clancy. It's not by Tom Clancy. That's Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. Anyway, it's um, but yeah, it like outlines like the fucking the racial guidelines that were like in play during slavery and there were like Uncle Toms who would, you know, in order to not get beaten or maybe yeah. get an extra portion of food would like yeah. you just like, give up some information. Yeah, give up some here information there. here and there and be like would take the white side like adamantly and there'd be, you know, maybe some consternation among the others, like, yo, fuck this motherfucker. Like yeah, yeah. you know, like when the white people come around, you don't want to be around him. <laughs> Cause he's with he's with them. Hey, it's, uh, it's me, Mike. I know. I might sound a little different, but I might sound, my voice might be a little deeper. It's because I don't know how to, I don't know how to say this, but I'm from the fucking future, man. And I went to shit, man. It's because, well, it started when the podcast went under. We couldn't keep it up. It just costs too much. The expenses got too, too much. Oh God! Oh wow! Oh, I gotta breathe. I'm gonna fucking pass out. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it got too expensive. We we went under. The rest of the world went to shit. I think it's because the podcast fucking went under. I don't know. You gotta go to Patreon.com/slash Lazy on the Ride. Go. You gotta go now. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash lasers on the right. That's pretty much all we got for M3C for as far as I could see. Yeah. That's North York. North York, a recruitment agency that specializes in technology. It's in economics, the amount of money in circulation. It's a computer club. But here, let me flow something by you. You take this M3C, flip it upside down. Okay. It says do. Do. I don't then, know what that means. And what? Like and then, Dew. and that B I. Think so. B do. Nineteen turns into a B one. He wants a doobie. doobie. Is it just a doobie? doobie? It might just be he wants a doobie if you turn it upside down. And look, if you look at it, it looks like a spliff with like a cone and like a little filter in the end. Like that's what it looks like. Maybe, the, maybe the guy was hanging upside down when he was doing it. Yeah, and he doesn't know how to spell. Yeah. <laughs> doobie. Doobie. <laughs> I'm going to put that down on my list of theories. That it's just, <laughs> it was just an upside down <laughs> dude who doesn't know how to spell. Yeah, yeah. 
He was an upside down stoner. Yeah, yo. <laughs> he harnessed his ankles from the top of the fucking roof. How in the hell? I don't know, man. There's Maybe some strange shit in this neighborhood. Crack man. team of taggers. But that's another thing, right? Is, is, is I was thinking that this as a tag, like if this is somebody's tag, this is like pretty like stranger than fiction. You know, like who would have a tag like this? It's very elaborate for something of this nature. Like it's elaborate, numbers, but it's not really. It's really not. It's simple, but like the fact that it doesn't mean anything to anyone probably but this person makes it elaborate you know what i mean it's like you got to decode this whole thing that might not mean that much of anything at all well i think it's more than one person is involved in this like i think this is a person wanting somebody else yeah we'll say he's sending a message right so there has to be someone who's supposed to receive it yeah you were you you said he might be a she too yeah that's true you know what that's possible man because listen this place is kind of Let's say a habitat for these kind of traveling, hop off the train, yeah, grungy punker people, right? Uh-huh. This could be like someone else's tag with like a message like 19 was here, and but I'll be in M3C probably soon. And like he drew like his can or his spliff or whatever and he dipped. Like, yo, like if someone else, if it's the homie comes through and sees that 19 with the thing, he knows that he was there and he'll know where he'll be kind of thing, you know? Do you think the okay? Do you think the circle over the nineteen has something to do with like the underlines? Yeah, yeah. There's a circle and two underlines. Or do you think it has specifically the nineteen? The to numbers MMT? are specifically underlined. The numbers are underlined specifically. They've yes. They've been singled out. The numbers alone. So Why? the numbers are one nine three. Right. Or just are nineteen they, or is and three. Is it just one and three? No, it's, it's oh. like nineteen and three. Yeah. Like he tried to yeah. underline 19, maybe a little sloppily. All right, well, what's 193? I don't know. What about 193? Okay, what's well, a bus line that heads uh, Jerry, direction east? <laughs> 193, bus going east. Yeah. Uh, Bill 193. Um, in Ontario, it's an act to enact Rowan's Law Concussion Safety 2017. What is that? Bill 193 yeah, yeah. in Ontario, an act to, to enact Rowan's Law Concussion Safety. Concussion Safety? 2017 and to amend the Education Act. Governor Bill, first reading December 14, 2017. Oh, so this is for athletes, like a concussion protocol for athletes, like for sports. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with that. What's your favorite genre of music and what are the bottom three artists? My favorite genre of music is rap music. And my bottom three artists are. In order of best to worst. <laughs> and they all start with the letter B. Okay. We got B Legit. B Legit. Oh, shit. He's the best out of the bottom three. Uh, Bizarre. Bizarre's Bizarre. right under him. Damn. And I agree so far. And Buck 65. Ooh. I'd agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lord of mercy. Okay. Three worst artists in the rap game.
Jay says he has a valid question. Okay. Maybe even a good one, but how that wouldn't this, surprise How about this? Me. I'm going to propose this to the table. If okay. he said that. Despite me growing up poor and in a single-parent family, um, do does that factor into my white privilege? Or does white privilege just mean the color of my skin? Yeah, no, white privilege, privilege exists outside of that. Outside of color of your skin? No, 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 outside of your, like, personal circumstances. Right. It just means that when you lined up with a fucking non-white person, you're going to get the upper hand. Like, you don't have to worry about the same things that colored people do. Right. So, economic, like, situation and, like... uh what about, like, someone who, like, I mean, I wasn't... Purely a construct of your own ability to handle money. Since, like, as far as I know. Like, if you can, like, have $600 and, like, figure out your expenses for a time and put some of that away and then go get more. Like, I think anybody can do that. Like, I've seen people with, like, squeegees do that, you know? Like, people don't have to stay poor forever. It's been proven. In science, yeah. in science it's just, like, a psychological mindset. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, I agree. I'm starting to think about that right now. I'm starting, I need some money, and I'm starting to think about how psychological it is the idea that my identity as a musician was one that money wasn't a, something a concern for me. So I want to see what it feels like for for like now that it's a real big concern. Well, because like, I mean, if you see, apply yourself to anything, I mean, if you apply yourself, it wasn't to, though. As a musician, money wasn't a concern for you. It was like. As you, money, it wasn't a concern for you. Because, like, I was a musician and money was very much a concern. (laughs) Generally speaking, yes. And a lot, oftentimes, money wasn't a concern because I was just paying for it. You know what I mean? Uh, I just mean the money thing is, like, it's more of a personal thing than a musician thing. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of minimizing the, like, involvement that money has. Like, in, like, of course it was a concern. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was a concern then, but the idea is that there were creative projects at hand that took precedent over my full-time attention to make yeah. money as opposed to, like, apl- the way I was applying myself creati- like, creatively, right? Yeah, yeah. And my, like, I, admittedly, my balance was way off at that time. And it's like I was being way too, spending way too much time being creative. And I was probably avoiding, you know, money because that would take away from the freedom I would have of just not working and be able to be creative all the time. So, I mean, it's it's the idea yeah, that... Yeah, my I, question is just, is it the, like, freedom to be creative all the time or is it just the freedom? You know what I mean? Um, well, that's a good question. I mean, I guess it, you, it has to be just the freedom. I yeah. mean, it's like... It's, that's kind of yeah. what I figure. Yeah. I mean, like, it's one and the same, you know? Like, this, uh, whatever you do to spend your time, it's that you spend your time, like, you know? I would justify by saying that, like, that's, like, uh, at least I was dedicating my time, a lot of time and effort into something. Yeah. You know? But if it, I were to apply that time and effort into making money as this, my sole purpose, you know, I've never tried that before, yeah, yeah. you know? So that's, like, kind of more what I'm talking about. Mines, what's your most controversial opinion? shit I don't know like what's what are what are hot button topics uh women race women uh, being exploited Uh, the presidency of the United States global warming uh, 
Yeah. Do we need know. Do we need more plastic? Would you more say plastic? we need more plastic? No, of course not. But okay. I don't think that's controversial. Oh, no. I got one. Okay, we were talking about drug addiction and mental health yeah. on a previous podcast. And you said maybe your thoughts have changed since then. And, and like, I mean, you're free no, to your opinion with that. Is that your opinion was Is that, that controversial? Oh, totally okay What's the well opinion? if so then yeah that's my most controversial opinion is that i don't believe that you're ever addicted to drugs you're just using drugs to get away from whatever your real issue is oh that's see that's not that controversial yeah i don't that's know i don't think so what i was saying is more like it was like more like a like a just a, an opinion that people who have drug issues or drug problems it's just like you know it's something that like you don't have an addiction issue you could just stop no nah, I don't soothing think that'd be yourself, my opinion anyway soothing yourself for like from something I figure out my most controversial fun. opinion though it's like when all this like Louis C.K. Harvey Weinstein and like it goes everywhere like even the Aziz and Sorry which is nothing really and all that Every time these things go down, there's a contingent of people who are always like, okay, I'm worried about that. Like, are we going too far now? Like, it's the Louis thing. Like, yeah, oh, he just whipped his dick out. Yeah, or but he Aziz, jerked it and he, he, made, he, just, he was just door, a creep. Like, and like, now they're going to ruin his career. And the thing is that, like, none of these dudes' careers are ever actually ruined. So I feel like everyone who does that is secretly just leaving the door open for them being a scumbag in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think I might do something scummy in the future. I don't think we should be judging this kind of shit. Mm, or I've done something scummy in the past that I don't want to, you know. Yeah, I, mean? I don't want to yeah, weigh in because yeah, I, I myself have done something scummy. So that's a controversial. So what? what's controversial about that? Is that uh, I don't know. I mean, I could phrase it more controversially. All those dudes are rapists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I don't know. No, I don't. Like I've said before, I don't think I have like controversial opinions. One ninety three Jerry is a good. I don't know. Thing. Whoa. I feel like the two numbers are separate. They're separately underlined. Mm-hmm. Like nineteen and three. And nineteen three. What's the circle above the nineteen? Maybe that halo Because the Japanese version Is like son of God Or something It looks like it's a halo to me Like he's trying to put A halo on the 19 That son of God Juku thing Or whatever word Okay In the military The 193 squadron Israeli Air Force Has a AS-565 Panther helicopter squadron that's the 193 Squadron Israeli Air Force. 123rd Special Operations Wing assigned to the Pennsylvania Air National Guard. Oh, the 193rd Battalion Unit in the Canadian Expenditor- Expenditary Force during... Expenditary? Expenditary. What's that? The Canadian Expeditionary Force during World War One. You mean expeditionary? Expeditionary, sorry. Yeah. And it's one other infantry brigade, United States Army Reserve during World War Two. I mean, that has something to do with the history of this place. We know that the history of this place has a used to be a mess hall 
for World War in World War One, World War Two, when they're yeah in the warehouse around here, they were storing artillery with the Canadian Army. What else can we glean from this? So far, here's the rundown of. Well, the 19 was also what, Son of God, you were saying? Yeah, what? I wasn't yeah. paying attention during yeah. all that. All right, well, so here, 19, we'll... Son of God, also Japanese Sorrows Repeated, yeah. M3C, North York, it's a recruitment agency, Amount of Money in Circulation, Computer Club. Maybe it's upside down and it's just Doobie, and it was an upside down stoner. And then 193, a bus going Jerry East, Bill 193, Concussion Safety. 193 Israeli squadron and you were fucking saying something about Canadian military yeah it was a Canadian military uh, I'm passed by yeah it was a Canadian it's like an or like a uh, a tr- troop number for some Canadian military yeah. group in, um I'm searching all the all the things together. I searched them in sequence, uh, like nineteen M three C. But I have tried, I guess. I mean, I worked for. I had a salary at one point, and I fucking. I, I like couldn't do music. Yeah. At all, I couldn't do anything. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just work, work life balance. Yeah. Balance. Well, man, Casey, you've been sitting in a hot ass kitchen last like fucking all day. Balance. Yeah, man. Once you're free, you can take a deep breath of fresh air. Yeah. When are you free? When you're free. On that note. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Unless someone has something fucking. Explosive and great, or even uh, just something small and subtle that they want to get off their chest. Definitely have something. Not really. This guy Teats. yesterday, I went to uh, uh, this rehab meeting yesterday, and this guy spoke about his sobriety, and he started trailing off into a story about his friend and him, who t- they take regularly take walks through a graveyard. Yeah. And uh, to see her, the, her, his friends, uh, dead relatives, or whatever. So um, the girl who he's with, the, seeing her dead relatives, starts talking to them out loud. And then he stops her. He says, "Well, this is too crazy for me." Yeah. And I was like, "Well, I mean, the idea of going to the gravesite to see these people and to kind of think, like that was that wasn't too much for you." Yeah, yeah. But. Hearing the girl talk out loud to dead people—that's what your yeah, that your thing was. Kind of true. Yeah, and it's like that made me think. That made me think like a lot. Like that was his like barrier of sanity for him. He just thought that was ridiculous, right? But the idea of going to visit a grave site, like a memorial site for a person that's like basically a bag of bones, six feet under the ground, decomposing. Yeah. You know, like that's just like to deconstruct that idea is kind of a little, you know, yeah. that's strange to it's me. It's a little too. macabre. <laughs> yeah. Like I've, I know where my grandmother's plot is on Mount Royal somewhere. I have no interest in going to see it. Like I don't, you know, I don't think she's there. To me, it's a wilder, is the like 
the families and people that have the mausoleums. I've been there. Where you like walk in and it's like generations of this family. Mm. I've been in them. Those are those are gaudy, man. Gaudy, and they're like in the wall. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. The one, the, the one, <laughs> the human that I saw, the former human being that I saw in the wall was uh, was probably like the second row up, eye level. Yeah. You didn't have to bend down. Oh, nice. Here's a picture of Jay with some remains. On September 19, 1993, NBC aired the first ever episode of Frasier, a spin-off series about psychiatrist Dr. Frasier Crane, the much-loved Seattle shrink from Cheers. Ten days earlier, a baby was born. A baby who, we'd come to learn, was destined to drop out of college and launch his own podcast network. That baby is me, Tom Zalatni. And this is a terrible, terrible idea. Tune in to They're Calling Again, right here on the Upford Network. When the scale slides in your favor. I like uh, Crocodile Mile, too. That was fun. Is that Crocodile. where you slide? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like those, too. You got old enough to slide on your feet. It's like a slip and slide, but at a water park. No, no, it's the one you put in your back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. front lawn. Okay, okay. Oh, shit. Oh, excuse me, front lawn. Yeah, yeah. This guy had a front lawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a backyard that I shared with four fucking dogs and an alcoholic neighbor. Did you let him slap shit? Yo, this woman when the fucking alcohol, she drank, like, it was in the apartment next door. She used to drink, like, constantly growing up, and fucking, her house smelled like cigarettes all the time, and she had four dogs that would shit all over the backyard. Damn. And I wasn't old enough to, Big like, dogs, take dogs, small dogs? Small dogs. Oh, okay. At least that. Nah, man. I'd rather pick up some big dog shit than some small dog shit. I don't know, man. Like, Rottweilers or something? No, no, that's terrible. nasty, bro. It gets terrible. It nasty. You, you couldn't even, like, go out to, like, throw ball or something like you should be like swamped you have to go like yeah. somewhere else horrible yeah like big dogs nah dude nah 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 and she was an ex-murderer too oh yeah she murdered wow she murdered her I think I heard part of this story at she, some point but yeah yeah she murdered her uh, boyfriend oh, she okay. stabbed him in the what kitchen he was a, he, it was in self defense. She got off in self defense. He was coming to attack her. Well, I mean, just the number statistics say that he probably did something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. What he do? He was coming at her. Okay, yeah, so yeah, she probably beat him. her up a couple times. Yeah, but like there's like I couldn't go. We have a shared basement with like shared washing machines, and like there would be a door that would go up to her place. That was just like that was like. The place you go, like, with your friends when they come over and be like, yo, this is fucking scary. The murderer's upstairs. That's weird. Yeah. How often do girlfriend beatings turn into girlfriend murders? Or, like, self-defense killings, let's say. There's a lot of them, man. Mike, you've been to North Carolina. Help us out. What do you mean? What was uh, I was watching, the question? Like, live PD? Uh, or watching yeah, like, PD? I, 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 I was watching some live PD shows, and there's a lot of beatings of women in North Carolinas. How often do you think that these beatings turn into self-defense murders by the, uh-huh. by the women in... No, in, I think often. In question man. or in call here. I think often. Often. Right? Well, I mean, I think it's often that when a woman murders her partner, mm. it's a self-defense murder. Man, I was... I probably agree, I guess. With one of my exes. I mean, it's not always. Not always. Not. Sometimes it's just for money or a boat or to run away with <laughs> the money and some other dude and, or and something a, like a that. younger lover. 
Yo, one of my exes, like, I don't remember what the fight was about, but it got physical. And I remember her instigating it by punching me in the face. Yeah. And so I kind of had to restrain her. But I'm pushing her away. I'm holding her arms, and her arms are flailing, right? So I'm trying to move her. So I, like, fucking, the adrenaline was too much for me. And I fucking literally picked her up, and I threw her, like, across the room. And her fucking, like, neck and, like, head hit, like, the side of, like, an armchair or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she went down, and I was like, "This could be, this could be over for me." Like, yeah, this is yeah. like you know what I, I mean? May have killed you, a woman. I might you have went this American Psycho. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was a little self-defense-ish, but like my adrenaline was so hard that I didn't know my own strength. I was meant to like, push her off me like that, but like I pushed her like, yeah, yeah. and she kind of put stumbled. too much into it. Yeah, put too much into it, and <laughs> she stumbled too. And she tripped, and then like hit like the side of the couch with her neck and head. And I was like. That's how easy it is. Like, that's how easy. Like, it was, she hit the wrong way. You know what I mean? It was a total accident. It was like this fucking happened so quickly. And I would be locked up for life. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. He's enjoying every second out here, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Let us tell you. No, that's why. That's like... Very, uh, I should yeah. be in the feds right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every day's a blessing, baby. Yeah, I should yeah, be in the feds, feds right, right now. now. What's fucked up is that it happened uh, It happened right before the night I was supposed to appear on that game show. She socked me in the eye, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and I had to be on television. My national television debut was the next day. Oh, shit. I was worried I would have a shiner. Man, no good sh- thing she didn't wear rings, huh? No, yeah, no rings. Nor brass knuckles, either. She didn't have any brass knuckles. I'm going to look if there's a Japanese connection to North York. (laughs) Mm. It's a lot of Japanese restaurants. I think you guys are going a little Pacific Rail with this investigation. Oh, shit. MC3-19... Zero is a Motorola symbol MP3. No, sorry, M3C190 is a Motorola symbol wireless mobile computer laser barcode scanner handheld. Barcode. <laughs> that was hard to keep dragging. It's yeah. like a scanner. Barcode yeah, it's a barcode scanner. So we do have a 190 here, and we do have an MPC. You saying this has to do with barcodes? Like you scan this and you get something online? The Japanese Canadian Culture Center is in North York. Japanese like to hop trains by and large hop trains yeah no but they have they have a great cars (laughs) (laughs) Japanese cars are (laughs) quality so I got a lighter the JCCC (laughs) Japanese Canadian Cultural Center 
broad spectrum of Japanese traditional contemporary cultural programs, martial arts, festivals, performances, film screens, exhibitions, orgies, Tim Hortons parties, beer league hockey tournaments, um, geisha bukkake. They bu- do they do bingo? Bingo. Okay. Um, sword fighting, knife fighting, gun fighting. Lessons of cultural acceptance. Lessons of cultural non-acceptance. True, sort of, I guess. You are a gay gin as you spit off your loud lips. <laughs> Not-for-profit organization, except for when it's for profit. Huh. Okay. Okay. This feels like a lead. <laughs> they seem. They seem like they're up to no uh, good. Yeah, no. They seem like a good guy. They're, Gun they're fights. Just, no. no. I was getting it confused. Yeah. I'm also Skyping with uh, the NRA right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's up with the NRA? Are they still kicking around? NRA Canada. I, I want to see if it works. He's FaceTiming for guns. National Firearms Association, National Rifle Association. Oh yeah, that's what the NRA is. Shit, bruh. So I went to two separate funerals. I Everyone went to, has a tragic death. I went to Italian funeral where they, they ended up in the mausoleum. I went okay. to a Filipino funeral, which uh, yeah, just fun. Filipinos are fun people. Yeah. Spicy Asians. Spicy. <laughs> Sriracha Asians. Yeah. They love basketball, the Filipinos. They do. Oh, man. boy, do they love basketball. Pretty good at it, too. Yeah, they're getting up there. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to this story about this guy who was, was trapped in a Somali uh, pirate. Uh, he was captured by Somali pi- pi- pirates. He was on a ship with, like, a bunch of other international hostages and... Uh, a couple Filipinos were, were in, like fishermen that yeah. they picked up and uh, the guy said the, the best part of it, him being captured is these Filipino guys cracking jokes <laughs> oh, have you ever hung out with a bunch of Fil- I hung out with got ups. I was dating the girl like I hung out with all their uncles I hang out yeah. with a bunch of Filipino uncles these guys are funny motherfuckers man yeah. there's jokes they like to party they like to drink like the girls like to smile and oh, you know that's the Spanish in them man they're lively bunch why wouldn't they be lively without the Spanish in them? Well, because the other Asian demographic, well, I mean, Japan and China, they're, both, they're all, like, kind of reserved cultures. They're, like, very to themselves. They keep to themselves. It's more polite and more, like, structured around, you know, social, social norms yeah, yeah. and stuff, right? Filipinos yeah. are just, like, motorbikes in the street, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Funny drinks and Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Filipino might be my favorite race. (laughs) They're pretty pretty great. (laughs) They are pretty great. Casey, what's your favorite race? (laughs) Filipinos. Filipino. Mike, you got a favorite race? Flips, man. Yo, we're fucking consensus. There we go. We could end this episode on the consensus. Yeah. We're trying to do that. Finally. Filipinos are the best Filipinos race ever. Best. Philippines number one. You hear that? <laughs> number one. Philippines, you're number one yeah. this week. Congratulations.
Crap, Sincerely, baby. lasers on live. I got a good actually for a pin story for you, bro. You know, Finding Nemo? It's the last one. Yeah, yeah, Finding Nemo, right? The, uh, the, um, fisherman working for Nemo in the movie is, uh, his name is P. Sherman. And that's because the Filipinos, like, there was a bunch of Filipinos on the set, on the crew and stuff. And whenever they refer to the guy as a fisherman, they call him P. Sherman. <laughs> Fisherman. It's just the accent. Yeah, man. It's the guy like the Fisherman. So the character name is Fisherman. I like the marinade on that. <laughs> yeah. On that load of rubbish. I had two running backs in my first three years of high school that were both Filipino. And they both, like, took us to championship all three years, basically. And, like, the one of them was the one of 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 the one